LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Adkins. And today I'm here with Dan Eitan. Hey, hey. Uh, Dan, I we, we just talked. We, we actually just recorded a podcast on um, giving the ministry away, giving ministry responsibilities away. And uh, and you kind of followed up with a, a very important question. What, what was that? Yeah, I think the question the question is, how do you practically do that when, you know, when you've got that senior leader who has been doing it for years, it's time for them to, to, to move on or, or whatnot. How do you actually create? So that basically, answer? Dan was calling me out on, hey, we can't just be, you know, like we're on stage at a conference and <laughs> we say, oh, here's the four phases. Um, but yeah, what does the process actually look like at that phase? or? What's the process? What really, really, when, what are the nuts and bolts of this? How do I actually do it? Yep. Um, and so I, I think that's, that's a worthy thing for us to discuss today. Dan. Yes. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's the, you know, what is hard for a lot of us in ministry is those everyday challenges of like, no, but you don't realize I've had this person in this role for 13 years and I don't know what they do. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, a lot of times key leaders will fall into one of two categories. They are, they are kind of an expert. They're um, kind of have an iron chef mentality um, the, uh, where it's like, you know, the, the old show on food network back in the day, um, where, and it may still be on, I don't know, but you have the iron chef and, you know, people come and they are, are all really good at what they do. And they're given these disparate ingredients, uh, and they have to whip up something special. And so the iron chef mentality, some of these are staff people and some of them are key roles. <laughs> But they will say, oh, you don't understand. No one knows what I will get on Sunday morning. And only I can go in and, you know, do this role, do this ministry. Only I can create a wonderful tasting cake out of who knows the ingredients that, that I'm going to get. I am, you know, the Iron Chef. That's the way you win. Uh, other people have kind of a, a, a grandma mentality where it's like, this is what I've done. I've done it for years, longer than you've been alive. Um, but no, it doesn't matter the age. It's just like, hey, this is what I've done. This is what I do. In some cases, it can be tied to identity. This is who I am. Um, but the real thing is, hey, grandma, I know you are. So in real life, my grandmother made this jam cake and she was only educated until she was 12, never had a driver's license at all. But everybody loved her jam cake. I mean, legendary, both inside and outside my family. Well, nobody knows she's passed away. Nobody knows how to make that jam kit. Why? Because it was all in her head. And grandma never took the time to write that down. Now you could say, you give her the benefit of the doubt and say that um, she just, yeah, Todd, she just never took the time to write it down. Or you could say, maybe she enjoyed being the only person (laughs) how to make it and the attention she got from it and all that. Uh, in both the Iron Chef and Grandma instances, I guarantee you every listener has somebody that's popping into their head right now. Absolutely. What we're trying to do, though, is we're trying to shift to a completely different mentality. Uh, and that is, 
one of Betty Crocker. Uh, this is cake in a box. And this may sound horrible to some of you. You're like, Todd, how dare you go to cake in a box? I would say, yes, sir. But it is, or madam, it is funfetti and you will still eat it. It is still good. It is an 8.5. Maybe it's not the 10 that you could do. Maybe it's not the nine uh, on a scale of one to 10 that grandma can do, but it's a solid eight, 8.5. And you have actually practiced Ephesians for giving your ministry away. How do you get a cake in a box? Well, it could be that grandma takes the time to write down the ingredients uh, and how they go together um, and what order. But that is simplified to the point that almost anybody can do it. The point of a cake in a box is that you've reduced the complexity so that somebody else could carry it out. You've reduced the the complexity to all the dry ingredients are there. I mean, literally on the back of a cake box, there's like three steps, right? I mean, you know, and sometimes it's even in pictures. It's like, okay, you, you know, uh, make sure your oven is preheated. Uh, but you're going to mix the dry ingredients with two eggs and a, you know, half a cup of milk um, and blend for three minutes, uh, you know, put it in the oven for 30 minutes and you, you've got yourself a cake. The point is, if we understand our ministry well enough, we can simplify it. We can simplify that to the point where we can give it away. Um, uh, it, it's really, there was a great book called Checklist Manifesto that really talked about the medical industry and it talked about uh, the aviation industry. And, the, and as, as pastors and church leaders, you know, if you go in to visit somebody before surgery or you've had surgery yourself, there's all these people walking around with clipboards and they're asking the same really simple questions over and over again. They're asking you which leg it's going to be operated on. Uh, multiple people are coming in and sometimes putting marks on that leg or signing your leg or whatever. Um, the reason that's a really simple thing, guys. And we're talking about very, very, very educated people. However, the more steps that go into something, the more complex it is and the greater risk of um, forgetting something or messing that up happens. So the B-17 bomber was known as the Flying Fortress. It was the first plane that was flown. I'm giving the aviation example of this now. It's the first plane that was flown um, where before, if you were a fighter pilot or a crop duster, you could get into a plane and you knew the controls. You could fly it just fine. The Flying Fortress was a fortress and it was much, much more complex. And what happened was our best and brightest uh, um, pilots kept crashing it into the ground and they couldn't figure out why it was human error after human error. It's like, why, why does this keep happening? Well, there were too many steps and the flight check was born. And once the flight check happened, miracle upon miracles, you didn't have, you know, the, it insanely reduced the number. I would give you the number. I have a number in my head, but I'm sure it's wrong. So I'm not going to, but it was a big number (laughs) uh, in percentage reduction. So in the church, we're trying to do the same thing. We're trying to get an onboarding process and checklists, um, not because we don't think that people are smart enough to pick it up, but because until it really becomes part of who they are, they need that 
And we have a high level of expectation. We have a high level of ministry. We want to be achieved. So we need to go ahead and put that cake in a box. We need to go ahead and create the checklists that are needed. So this means, hey, when I'm looking at uh, a role, um, you know, what time does that person have to be there? What needs to be set up? Um, what people are they interacting with? What programs or software or whatever are they interacting with? Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's different things to consider here. But once you've kind of gone through that, and by the way, we have these on grid. If you want a checklist for setting up a ministry checklist, I've got one for you. Um, but, you know, do that. Look at that because then you can go put that cake in a box. Now, I don't know about you, but the way I cook a cake in a box is I doctor it up. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, you don't follow chips. the recipe. Oh, no. I put chocolate <laughs> chips in almost everything. If um, my kids always ask me to make the pancakes or the waffles because they know there's going to be good stuff that goes, there's going to be some extra stuff in there that, that um, makes them good. Yeah. Um, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast yet, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but truly, like, you know, they're going to doctor it up. Absolutely. Uh, and make it their own. And that's what we ultimately, you know, that's what we want. It's what makes um, ministry happen and ministry special for that person. Yep. And to be honest, they're probably going to do great things. It may be a little different than, than we would have done it, but as they make that, you know, recipe their own, um, that it, it's going to morph and change. And we have to be good with that too. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's it. When you ask me practically, what does that look like? That's the best analogy that I can give. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's helpful for um, us, especially during these COVID times where some of our really well-known volunteers may be gone on a moment's notice. If they caught COVID, they can't be there for two weeks or whatever that looks like. And having, having a checklist of what they normally do um, for somebody else is going to come in super handy. Handy. It also, um, I just think it is, it is crucial for us to even be able to see, is there something that we can help improve upon even the current process that, you know, the grandma figure here, who's been doing it for years has never thought, Oh, I, I could be doing this. That's going to elevate the ministry to the next level. And you just don't know that because you don't even know what they're doing or what they're not doing. Yeah. It's easy. Once you get, um, a really good leader or volunteer to just let them run and not question it and say, Oh, it's easier because I don't have to worry about it. Like <laughs> check the box. I'm not, I don't have to worry about it because you know, Alan is going to take care of it. Um, what this does is it gives you and Alan an opportunity to audit what that process is, what it looks like. And I would say, look to look to reduce complexity or steps, not add complexity or steps. So when I talk about, you know, you'll hear me talk a lot about being intentional. Intentionality is not adding things. Intentionality is just aggressively removing anything that doesn't, you know, doesn't push something forward or make it better. Um, so really consider why you're doing what you're doing and is there a way to make it better? Or are we just doing it this way because it's the way we've all be, always done it. Um, and we, we too have a, de, uh, a tendency to defend what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, when the reality is 
it may have just been done to keep our heads above water. And now we're defending it, even though it, there may be something that's more uh, beneficial to the volunteer or the person being served. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And I think ministry checklists are one of those pieces that is not glamorous when it comes to our ministry and what we're doing. But I think if we, you know, dedicate ourselves to having that for almost every volunteer position we have, it can only benefit your church and your ministry and allow for things to be flourished and to push forward with new innovations um, for us. You know, there was a, uh, a ebook that I did, I don't know, maybe two years ago, three years ago, I have COVID brain. So so who knows how long ago it was. It was creating succession at every level. And I I think there was a framework that was in there that I don't know if we were, we have redone or we're about to redo, but it was about, um, of course it was about pipelines, but it was, it was really about someone's risk of vacancy. And right now the reality is, um, you don't need that framework that much because everybody's at a risk of vacancy, yep. at least short term. Um, but what you have to think about now is, you know, it, it could just be not only short term, but long term as well. So really consider creating succession at every level is really important, not just your role or the top roles, but you really need to be thinking about it at every, every level. So we, we should probably, uh, link to that show notes as well. Absolutely. Yeah, this is great. Um, really helpful. And, and we, again, are grateful for you taking a listen to our podcast today. Um, if you guys have additional questions, feel free to let us know. We'd love to answer those here for you. Uh, but we hope to uh, have you back for another future podcast soon.